to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Let's go! How many of y'all need to start roaring the Word of God over your life, over your everyday life? Let me hear you roar, right? Is the giant roaring at you? Is the problem roaring at you? Is sickness and disease roaring at you? You better roar back. What are you going to roar back? The word of God. The word of God comes alive when you believe the word. Come on. The word of God comes alive when you are transformed by the way you think. You start thinking. You start seeing what? Like a giant killer. You start thinking. You start seeing like Jesus thought. Come on. Walking like Jesus walked. Let's go. Man, if that worship don't pump you up, I don't know what will. Let's go, right? Anybody been pumped up by a song? You put a song on, all of a sudden you got an attitude. All of a sudden you driving low and slow. You got the feels. You in the mood. Why? Because you put a song on. It's time to put a song, the word of God on. Put the song on. Get you in the mood to kill some giants, right? To kill some giants. I'm so I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Because we are talking about David, one of my favorite heroes in the Bible. The story of David is just not some nursery school story. The story of David can transform your life. The story of David can transform the way you see the problem, can transform the way you see God, can transform the way you see worship. It can transform everything about you. If you open your heart to the word. If you open your heart to the picture that God is giving us, God wants to draw a picture. He wants to make the picture clear that you are victorious, that you are a champion, that you already have the victory in Christ Jesus. It's just about transforming the way you think. It's time to start thinking like a champion. It's time to start thinking like a world changer. It's time to start thinking like a giant killer. It's time to start thinking, right, like a new creation. It's time to start thinking like the word of God, meditating on the word of God, immersing yourself in the word of God, that the word of God comes alive. Amen? Amen. The life of David. Let's go. David, the giant killer. There is so much about David. We're going to be on this lesson. We're going to be on the life of David as long as we want to, okay? We're going to dive into the same story like a hundred times because there's something in that story that you need. One word from God can change your life. One revelation, one picture, one example can change your life forever. So let's see the big picture, right? So David, the giant killer, David, the shepherd boy, David, the passionate lover of God, David, the mighty warrior, warrior, talking about killing tens of thousands, 
David, not that we want to kill anybody, but how many are ready to take out the giants in your life? How many are ready to cut off their head, right? Stop repeating the same mistakes again and again and again. Stop repeating the same narrative in your head again and again and again. No, we're about to take it out with the word of God. We're about to replace it with the word of God. David, the songwriter, David, the skilled musician, David, the king of Israel, David, the loyal and covenant friend. How many of y'all need a loyal friend? It's time to be a loyal friend. It's time to wake up and get an understanding of what loyalty is. It's keeping your word. Letting your yes be yes and your no be no. Being there and still continue to be there. Do the good, do the bad, do the ugly. Let me tell you, we all got good, bad, and ugly. We got to love each other through them all, right? That's a good one, right? The loyal friend, the man of his word, the obedient hearer and doer of God's will. He was obedient, hear and do, hear and do. What his father said, hear and do, hear and do. What Saul said, hear and do. What God said, he heard and he did. He heard and he believed. The man who was always quick to repent. David gives us this beautiful example of once he hears that he's off, he doesn't cry, he doesn't make a fuss, he repents. That means he changes directions. He gives us that picture and the good-looking, ruddy, brave young man. What is up? All right, we got a new definition for the gingers. We got a new definition for the redheads. Ruddy. <laughs> that ruddy, brave, young man. Let's go. David, a man after God's own heart. We're going to take our time, and we're going to keep diving into the study. We're going to keep diving into this story, the life of David. And, oh, my goodness, I can barely keep my skin on, but I will, right? So my hope is that each of us identify the giants in our own life and kill them. Each of us need to wake up and identify the giants in our life. We need to go after them. We need to pick up the word and kill those giants. Take them out, right? David's life gives us an incredible example of a relentless life, of a successful life. How many want to live a successful life, right? An adventurous life, a passionate life. David lived a passionate life. He was so passionate about the house of God. You stir the gift. You fan the flame. You are passionate about what you want to be passionate in. Get passionate about the kingdom of God. Get passionate about the things of God. Come on. Get passionate about the word of God. Get passionate about the house of God. Serving in the house of God. Doing these things for God. David gave us a beautiful example, a great example, a, an amazing picture of a life of humility, a life of being humble. And he was always pointing towards God, right? A life of zeal for the house of God, a life of purpose, and all these things we crave. 
That's why you keep looking to all these influencers. That's why you keep looking to all these travel influencers. And why? Because you're craving adventure. Wake up to the greatest adventure that you will ever be on, and that's discovering who you are in Christ Jesus. That's discovering what you are, what belongs to you, that you are God's kids, that you're a kingdom kid, that you've got kingdom rights. That's the greatest adventure that you will ever be on, is discovering who you are are and discovering whose you are come on stop chasing false promising adventures if I could go only go on this trip if I could only find the one if I could only if I could only get this and if I could only get that body if I could only get that hair if I could only get that job if I could only get that degree if I if, if, if chase after who you are in Christ discover that and the rest is just the cherry on top the rest is just plus right? We're all craving this adventurous life and all, all of us, everybody wants it, right? That's, that's why influencers get so many views because we all over there are so thirsty. Oh, look at their life. Wake up. Wake up to your life. Wake up to the beautiful family that you have. We went to Guatemala. We're sleeping in this broke down school that abandoned school with our with our sleeping bags and no toilet and no shower and and I, you know how many times I complained about my house Ugh, my house Ugh, my house I came home from Guatemala thank you Jesus thank you Lord hallelujah can I get a witness flush that toilet turn the water on and let me just shower all that nastiness off, right? But you're so grateful to be there. You're honored to be there. But you get a real check when you leave the United States of America. And then you realize how good we have it. How thankful. Wake up so thankful for your family. Wake up. God gave you that sibling to get on your nerves. Wake up, God gave you that spouse, God gave you that house, God gave you that, that opportunity today, to be great today, right? Change your perspective, change your perspective. And all these things that we see in David, all these things that we crave, they're available to us through the blood of Jesus. They're available to us through the renewing of our minds. We already have all that it takes to rise up and take what belongs to us. All We already have everything in here. We just need to get the word in us. This is why we come to church, not to get brownie points from God, not to, you know, prove to our spouse and prove to them, and not to find our plus one so that we don't have to go to not another wedding by ourselves. I'm going to find me a good one in the church. Be a good one. You'll attract a good one. You just have to be saying, no, no, no. My name is no. My number is no. But you just saying that to losers. <laughs> Imagine good ones. Anyways, let's reel it in, Sasha. Reel it in. We got to renew our minds. All We already have all that we will ever need, right? The battle is the Lord's, and he already won it at the cross, right? The promises of God, they already belong to you. The promises of God are already yours. We only have to be strong and very courageous. We have to meditate on the word day and night and night and day. What are you meditating on day and night and night and day besides scrolling? 
Besides all these shorts, all these these images, 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 images. Sometimes, like, my, my mind does not know how to process shorts. I cannot make peace and go to bed with shorts. Like, those things are the most annoying, drive me crazy, getting me fired up and furious seeing seconds of people. Because I need to know more of that story. Is anybody going to help that child? What about that dog? You know what I mean? And what in the world is going on with these people? We're going to jump back over here. We already got all that we need. Rise up. Come on. The battle already belongs to the Lord. He already won it at the cross. The promises are ours. We got to meditate day and night. Oh, it's because about them shorts. That's why. Don't even get me started. Get off the shorts. Get off the TikToks. Get off all of that right? Live a real life. Breathe some outside air and get some sun and I'll stop. Jesus said, John 16, I have told you these things so that in me, in Jesus, in him alone, you may have perfect peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. Did Jesus just give us a promise? He said, in me, you'll have peace. In the world, you will have tribulations. Why are bad things happening to good people? Why does this happen? We are told it will, be, it will happen. You will have tribulations. You will have distress. You will have suffering and giants and the flesh. But be courageous. Be confident. Be undaunted. Let's go. Be relentless. Be filled with joy. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished. My victory is abiding in you. It's, his victory is in you. Walk in that victory. Wake up to that victory. Don't see yourself as a victim. See yourself as victorious in Christ Jesus. Who's ready to awaken the giant killer already in them? Already in you. Let's go. We're going to jump right back into the story that we started last week. If you don't know, it's on YouTube, it's on the pod, it's on wherever, right? In 1 Samuel 17, 1. Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered in Soko. And if I mispronounce something, just give me some grace because I mispronounce everything, right? So they're gathered in Soko, which belongs to Judah. They encamp between Soko and Ezka in Iphis and Damon, but you heard that one, right? So the crazy thing is that this land already belonged to Judah. Everybody say already. Already belonged to Judah. The giant was on their own land, okay? The giant was in their backyard, now the Philistines gathered their armies together for battle, and they were gathered in Soko, which belongs to Judah. This is gutsy, right? Anyone ever had a giant in your backyard? All right, in your backyard, shouting out, come out and fight. Now, if you live in the ghetto, this has happened. <laughs> Let's be real. Maybe not the backyard, but for sure the front yard. Fight. Michetel say, Let's go. My dad said, get in the house. Yes, sir. 
all right? This is gutsy, right? Shouting, come out and fight. Goliath said every day and every night, pick your best fighter. If he kills me, the Philistines will become your slaves. But if I kill him, you all will become our slaves and serve us. I challenge the troops of Israel this day. Give me a man. Let us fight it out together. So when, when Saul, king of Israel, and his troops heard, heard, they heard this every day, every night, every morning, up in their backyard, calling them out. They heard the Philistines' challenge. They were terrified, and they lost all hope. Let me tell you, you cannot be no poser. You cannot be no fake Christian. You better know that you know the word of God. They were getting up every day, every night, putting on their full armor, knowing that they were going to be taunted, knowing that they were not going to attack, knowing that they were not going to do anything against that enemy. That can play minds with, that can play games with your mind, right? And they were in fear. Goliath was what? He was a liar. They were not going to surrender nothing. He was a poser and a bully, right? We got to ask ourselves, what lies from the enemy are we listening to? Are we being taunted by? Are we allowing to play on repeat in our life? Every day we wake up and we still let it taunt us. Every day we get dressed and we try to quote some scripture, but we're letting that giant taunt us in our own backyard. We're letting the thoughts that you will never overcome. We're letting those thoughts that you will, you're never going to change. We're letting this repeat and repeat and repeat that you will always be sick. You will never receive your healing. You are nothing but a quitter, right? And all those past failures are yelling at you. You're a quitter. You are nothing but a quitter. All those past, you had a dream, you had a vision, you had a goal, but you did nothing. And what is it yelling back at you? You're nothing but a quitter. You'll never be enough. You'll never have enough. And no one will ever love you for you. Anybody heard these giants? Anybody heard these lies? When you listen to the lie long enough, you become comfortable with the lie. You don't mind it. It doesn't bother you that much. They allowed it in their backyard. Listening to the giant produced fear. And that fear paralyzed them. Fear will give you bondage. Fear will make you its slave. It will cause anxiety, distress, and destruction in your life. Anybody been there? In a cycle of self-destruction, 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 and wondering, when will it stop? Every day, they just kept going out there. Every day, when will this stop? You know when it'll stop? When a David rises up. When a David shows up on the scene and says, that's it, that's enough. No, no, no. You're not going to talk about my God like that. You're not going to talk about his word like that. You're not going to talk about his promises like that. Right? When that David shows up, that's when it'll stop. We got to ask ourselves, when's that line? When are you going to draw the line? When are you going to draw the line? What lies are you getting comfortable with? What lies are you, you know, it's not that bad. You're getting comfortable with hearing and hearing night and day and day and night. And then you get to the point where it's no longer the enemy saying it to you. It's now you saying it to you. It's now I will never overcome. I will never change. 
I will always be sick. I will never receive my healing. I will never be enough. I will never have enough. And no one will ever love me for me. Am I knocking on anybody's door? Knocking on anybody's giant? Because let me tell you, that is a lie from the enemy. We got to identify these giants and we got to kill them. We got to kill them. We got to take their head off with the sword of the word of God. No fakers, no posers. We're filled with the word. We stand on the word. We believe in the word, right? These giants are revealers. They're uncovering what we believe about ourselves. They're uncovering what we believe about our God, what we believe about his word and his power and his love and his son and his Holy Spirit. David heard what Goliath said, but he did not listen to him. He heard it, sure. You're going to hear the haters. You're going to see the comments, but you're not going to listen. You're not going to incline your ear to hear. You're not going to allow it to penetrate your heart. You're going to guard your heart above all else with the word of God. David heard Goliath, but he did not listen to what he said. David chose to listen to the voice of God. David chose to trust in God. David chose a sound, well-balanced mind. David chose to take every thought captive. David chose to hear and hear and hear the promises of God. He chose to hear and hear what's the reward. What's the reward for that one who kills the giant? When Saul and all the other Israelites and the Philistines, when Saul and the Israelites heard the Philistines say, come out and fight, they were gripped with fear. You have a choice to make. Are you going to be gripped with fear? Are you going to trust God, right? You choose to hear what you want to hear. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little. We tell the kids, be careful, little ears, what you hear. We need to tell ourselves, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, what, little ears, what you hear. Incline your ear to the word of God. Incline yourself to the promises of God because the promises of God are yours. Only be strong and very courageous. Meditate on the word day and night, right? The battle is in the mind. How you see the battle is the biggest battle. Immediately, the Israelites should have told Goliath, get out of my yard. Immediately, when the giant knocks on your door, get out of my head. You do not agree with the word of God, get out. You got no place in my yard. You got, I'm gonna call the police. Call me. <laughs> call the word. Right? Immediately, the Israelites should have told Goliath, get out of my yard. Immediately, chasing out the giant, chasing out the enemy, chasing out the lie, just like David did. And David was a kid who trusted God. Do you see the giants in your life as opportunity? This is opportunity for God to show himself strong on my behalf. This is an opportunity. This, my cup is being bumped. What do I truly believe in? Do I have a real personal, personal intimate relationship with God for myself? Or am I a poser? Because don't be a poser. Have the real thing. Religion sucks. Have a relationship with God. That's the zeal. That's the passion. That's the fire. That's the real thing. Right? That's the real thing. Do you see these giants as opportunities for God to show himself big? Or do you see these giants as paralyzing bullies, 
gripping you by fear, paralyzing you? Do you make excuses for the giants in your life? Guys, this is we. This is us. We got to take inventory. We got to be real with ourselves. Come on. Do you make excuses for these giants? Well, I created this bad spending, dating, eating, drug, social media habit. I created it. You created the giant. Still take him out with the word. Well, I kind of deserve this sickness. No, you don't. That's a lie from the enemy. Well, I kind of deserve this anxiety and fear and lack. No, you don't. That's not the promises of God. Well, it's just my personality type. I come for people when they say it's my personality type. Every time. Well, you're just so zealous. You're just so relentless. It's your personality type. No, it's not. That's a lie. It's called renewing your mind to the word of God. And that takes work. Work, 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 work. Get up and work. When you want change, you'll change. Until then, you'll be lazy. And you'll have no change. Amen. Come on. It's not a personality type. Then, oh, God just picked you to be special. He picked all of us to be special. Rise up. Renew your mind. Take those thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. You're an overcomer. Stop making excuses for the giant to be in your backyard. In your backyard, laughing at you, taunting at you, you loser, you fake, you phony, be the real thing. Stop making excuses. No more excuses. Look at your neighbor say, no more excuses. No more excuses. Look up giant killers and see the giant as an opportunity. It takes faith to run at the giant. You got to know that you know a real God, <laughs> right? Come on, giants are opportunities. Opportunity to what? The opportunity to do something great. The opportunity to do something great for the kingdom of God. The opportunity to do something great for your children. The opportunity to do something great for your generation. The opportunity to do something great for your country. Come on, for your family. The opportunity. And the world is saying, will somebody show me the way? Everybody's telling me the way. Who's going to show me the way? Rise up, fam. That's us. Jesus is the way, the truth, the life, and you don't know the way until you know him. I don't know what in the world is up with all that bobblehead. She annoys me. For real. I just, ah, when I say I can't stand my skin, I'm serious. We got to wake up. Come on, rise up, giant killers. This is an opportunity to do something great with your life. You are writing your story. Come on, change the narrative. Be the hero. You already have the victory in Christ Jesus. Jesus already did all of the work. Be the hero in the story. And you know who the hero is? The one who decides to help somebody. I can help you along the way. I may not have it all together, but together we have it all. And let's go. Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. And pick up your rock. How many already pick up your rock? When I told you I have rock collections, I have rock collections. I was going to bring this bring, bling dash slingshot out here. But I don't even trust myself to shoot one of you in the head. No, I wouldn't. But for some reason, I just want to. But you need to pick up your rock. How many of you need to pick up your rock? These rocks and the rock that you need to pick up is a promise of God.
is the word of God. Because that's the only thing that's going to take down that giant is the word, is truth. Truth will set you free. Truth will expose that liar for what it is. That's what this, pick up your rocks, Jesus, the rock, the word, and take what already rightfully belongs to you. Don't allow the enemy in your head. Don't allow the enemy in your backyard taunting you, making fun of you day and night and night and day. No, meditate on the word. Day and night and night and day. Remember what we talked about a few weeks ago? The word meditate is raw. Come on. How many know you meditate? How many have been in the car by yourself meditating? You meditating on, on some tea that you got. You're mad. You're offended for somebody else's sake. Somebody told you a story about their boss and you're all worked up. It ain't your boss. You don't even work at that job. And you're meditating. Mm, oh, well, if that boss said that to me, she'd have another thing coming. But she didn't and she won't because you don't know her. But there you are meditating. Rawr! All the gossip, all the tea, all worked up. The word meditate means to roar, to moan, to growl, to mutter, to plot. How many are ready to plot out the word of God for your future? To imagine, to study, to speak. Let's roar the truth of God's word. Let's roar his precious promises. Because in Christ Jesus, you already have all that you will ever need. And once you call on the name of Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life, you are saved. You are free. You have his victory. And all you need to do is roar, roar, the word and not the problem. Because what you magnify becomes bigger and bigger. Magnify the Lord. And the problem becomes smaller and smaller. You need to roar your I am's. If you do not have the I am's, they are available at lovelife.church under resources. Look for them. They're there. If you're in the building tonight, we have them available at guest services. And you need to roar them over your children. You need to roar them over yourself. You need to roar them over your marriage. You need to roar them night and day and day and night. The I am's. You are a child of God. I am a child of God. You need to speak this, believe this, stand firm on this because these are the promises. These are the rocks that are going to take out the negative lie, that are going to take out the enemy. They're going to expose the enemy for the liar that he is because you are a king's kid. You are a new creation. You are a partaker of God's divine nature. You are above only and not beneath. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. You are an heir of eternal life. You are an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. You have a testimony that God is good and that you are still alive and that he is just getting started on your story. Let's go. You are being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You are blessed coming in and blessed going out. How many of y'all need these scriptures, this word? You need to exchange this. This needs to be the narrative that is on repeat in your life. This needs to be what is coming out of your mouth. This is what you are prophesying over your future. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings. You are blessing the Lord at all times and continually praising him with your mouth. You are bringing every 
thought into captivity. You are casting all of your cares onto Jesus. You are casting down every vain imagination. You are daily, look at your neighbor and say, daily overcoming the devil. You are delivered from the power of darkness. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You are establishing God's word here on this earth. You are exercising your authority over the enemy. You are forgiven and forgive others. You are getting all of your needs met according to Christ Jesus. If you don't know, you need to know the word. You need to stand on these promises. You are more than a conqueror. You're not moved by what you see. You are healed by the stripes of Jesus. You are kept in safety wherever you go. You've got nothing to fear. You're redeemed from the hand of the enemy. You are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. These are the rocks that you pick up and you put in your sling. And these are the rocks that take out the giants in your life. The word is the sword. Run after the giant with the confidence and the foundation of the word of God. That's how you cut off that giant's head and them Philistines never came back. They ran. How many are ready for that narrative, that lie, that sickness, all of that relational baggage to never come back? Never come back. This is the foundation on which you should stand. To be a giant killer, you got to talk like a giant killer. You got to talk like a giant killer. David said, is there not a cause? Look around. There's so many people. Look at your family. Look at your children. Look at your wife. Look, is there not a cause? Look at yourself in the mirror. Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? I'm asking you today, is there not a cause? We got a generation that wants to just take their life never been so many taking their life before there's a cause guys there's a cause people relationships not stuff it's not about stuff life is not about stuff stuff comes and goes it's about people it's about the relationships you make it's about the lives you change that's the cause the cause of Christ there is a cause Talk like a giant killer, guys. Wake up to who you truly are. David said, let no man's heart fail him. A kid, a shepherd boy, came up to a mighty armor. He said, let no man's heart fail him. Imagine you walk up to the army of the United States of America, and you come and you say, let no man's heart fail him. My God, my God will overcome the enemy. That's faith. He said, I will go and fight. He said, I used to keep my father's sheep. The Lord delivered me from the lion and the bear. And the Lord will deliver me from the hand of the Philistine. The Lord will deliver you. God will deliver you. He has already delivered you. He already sent Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You already have the victory. Only be strong and very courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Put your confidence, put your hope in Christ Jesus is the only thing that will never let you down. Amen? Amen, amen. Y'all received something tonight about the life of David? Any giant killers in the house? Come on, raising up. Let's go. I love you guys. I am so excited for this adventure of the life of David, and we just getting started. Love you guys. Have a great night. We'll see you guys all on Sunday.
Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you. Thank you.